It's Be A Doer with Master Fitness Trainer John Abdo. And welcome to the podcast Be A Doer with John Abdo. My name is Steve Syatt, but the real star of this podcast is John Abdo. John, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks again for another invitation. It's great to be here. It's fun to talk to you, John, and we're getting great feedback from our listeners and appreciate that feedback when it comes in. John, I wanted to really drill down uh, with regard to getting fit and uh, the kind of workouts uh, that beginners uh, should be looking to uh, to do, intermediate uh, people. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a difference, uh, in, I would imagine, in the kind of workouts that that, uh, that beginners and, and intermediate uh, fitness people will be looking at doing, but let's let's uh, kind of get into some of the specifics there uh, and talk in terms of like weightlifting, or in terms of cardio, those kinds of of issues, uh, squats and and lunges. I've, I hear sometimes that they can be bad for the knees. Uh, when you're a beginner, what kinds of of fitness uh, exercises, fitness regimen should you be looking at doing? Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, that's a really great question. And it's not so uh, easy to answer. And the reason is, is because the old cliche, and I hate saying it, but uh, people are familiar with it, different strokes for different folks. And uh, what I mean by that, I'm sure a lot of people could understand. Okay, I mean, if somebody is, you know, of elderly age and they haven't taken uh, good care of themselves or doctors saying, hey, you're falling apart, you need to start exercising Technically, they're a beginner. How do they begin? But if you take somebody who's, uh, you know, maybe a couple of years out of college and they were, you know, uh, you know, exercising and playing sports, both recreationally and competitively. And, you know, not now all of a sudden they want to get back into groove of things. They're technically a beginner as well, you know, especially after a long layoff. You know, um, uh, the, the idea is to make sure that when you start when you start, you're able to progress from that point forward. A lot of people, as you mentioned, the squats and the lunges, yeah, they could be injurious to uh, uh, to knees because they put a lot of pressure on that body joint because you're compressing your body in a squatted position. But so could aerobic, uh, you know, uh, uh, workouts where you're pounding and jumping and twisting and kicking. Uh, other types of weight training exercises. So a good trainer and a good coach should be observant of number one of the person's physical capabilities at the beginning. A lot of personal trainers, I hate to say it, try to prove to you that they're a great trainer. The first workout that they that they uh, put you through, uh, because it's real easy to put people through a hard workout. They're like, oh man, it hurts, and they're sore the next day. That's not that's not a good trainer, and that's not a good uh, initial workout. Hey, John, let me, think- I, I want to jump in there because you're bringing up something really important. A lot of folks uh, feel that when they're going to start to get into an exercise program, they can really do it on their own. Uh, two questions, John. Is that a bad idea? Should everyone really look to get a personal trainer? And if so, how do you choose a personal trainer? What kinds of things should you look at? First off, it's great to have a personal trainer, but not everyone can afford it, nor is it convenient. Either they come to your house or you got to go to their gym or, or, or what have you. Um, the idea is to work at your own capacity. And if you work at your own capacity, eventually the miracle of exercise increases your pain tolerance because your body's own 
defense mechanism to tear down because you're literally tearing yourself down on a microscopic basis is to is to build up. The actual buildup process is the point where your body becomes more strong, more durable, uh, and at the same time, it can handle heavier intensities, heavier loads. Um, there's so many great online workouts, uh, even with our Abdur program, where people can go, you don't need a personal trainer. I, I can, I'm your personal trainer, and we have other professionals on our team, as you know, Steve, that that teach on our Facebook sites and, 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 and other uh, electronic mediums. When you do select a personal trainer, you have to be totally honest and and uh, and uh, straightforward with that uh, with that trainer. I've always told my students and my athletes that communication is the key between coach and athlete, between trainer and student. Because if you don't tell me if you're sore, if you're not feeling well, if you, if you party too hard the night before, or you haven't slept in the last couple nights, that's something you have to communicate with your trainer because each and every workout does not have to be a hard teeth grinding, you know, uh, sweat provoking workout. It does not need to be like that in order for it to be productive. As long as your body is active, you will get results. So to answer your question specifically, ease yourself into it. Listen to your body. Beginners don't know how to listen to their body because they're, they're hearing different things when they start exercising. What is that ache? What is that pain? Why am I stiff here? Why am I a little slower, you know, getting out of bed? You know, or going up and downstairs, the muscles are sore, and that that's uh, that that's a good thing. But don't overdo it because when you overdo it, the uh, the tendency is uh, is for your body to eventually break down. If you that's what we call it overtraining, uh, and that overtraining is not overemphasized. Trust me, it's the worst thing that happens to athletes and uh, and fitness people is when you do too much too soon or too often, and the body simply breaks down from getting too much of a good thing. So, uh, you know, just uh, just be wise and smart and make sure that you talk to your personal trainer. Say, I'm a little sore today. Can we go a little bit easier? And a good personal trainer has enough, uh, you know, uh, the tools in their toolbox, so to say, to where, okay, this is what I had for you today, but seeing that you're a little sore in this area, we're going to move over here and we're still going to have a productive workout. Now, when a, a person is starting out a, a, with a workout program and they have a trainer, John Abdo, um, should they be looking at different sections of their body? Uh, should they be concentrating on certain sections of their body? Is it, it When you're beginning, are you looking at your entire body? For me, as, as, a, as a strength coach and as a trainer, uh, yeah, I look at the whole entire body because everything does even out. Uh, uh, but as you know, Steve, a lot of people come to us with abdur. We want to get rid of our abs. We want to get rid of our love handles. But ultimately, their whole body gets in shape because over the decades, literally, uh, the system has turned from an abdominal uh, workout into a total body workout. When you look at the body of an athlete, I don't care what athlete it is, they're using their whole entire body. Uh, you look at gymnasts, figure skaters, boxers, mixed martial artists, football players, you know, I can go on and on and on. Uh, they use their whole entire bodies. And when people see those bodies, they go, wow, look how beautiful that body is. Look how symmetrical and proportionate and balanced it is. And that's because when they train and when they compete, they're using their whole body. And uh, 
a, a, a beautiful body has the symmetry where you have the, the V-shaped taper in your back and torso. Shoulders are wider, obviously, than, than your hips. Your upper back is wider, obviously, than, than your waistline. And then you become a little bit more voluminous in the hips and buttocks and thighs. And that's that hourglass figure that everybody is trying, uh, trying to achieve. So the focal point of that is the midsection because you want to taper that in. If you have a great upper body and a great lower body and the connection between the two is just like a straight line or even a bulgy line, in, in, in people's eyes, you don't have a symmetrical balanced physique. So uh, understanding that when you work your whole entire body, the body is a smart, uh, brilliant organism. It will take shape to where Whatever is excess, like excess fat in the, uh, in the hips, the buttocks, the, the abdomen region, uh, the, uh, the, the obliques, it will automatically uh, begin to burn off those energy stores because that's all that is. Extra fat is just having like extra tanks of gas in the back of your boat just in case your, your main engine runs out of gasoline. What form of fitness uh, should, should beginners be looking at, John? Is weight lifting, for example, something that a beginner would want to do? Is it more cardio? Um, I think it's a combination of two. But, if, you know, when you talk about cardio, what kind of cardio? Are you si sitting on a stationary bike? Are you walking on a treadmill? Or are you, are you outside running the streets and pounding the pavement and riding a bike through traffic and things like that? So, you know, those are different considerations. And pounding on streets is different than pounding on a treadmill because a treadmill, you could have it on an incline. It's not so ponderous on the calcaneus, which is the heel bone that drives all the way up into the knee, hip, and pelvis and lower back. So, um, uh, a lot of people, especially who are overweight and weak, can't do a lot of aerobic activity. So weight training is ideal because you could sit on a bench, you could pull on a cable machine, and that you could exercise the muscles, you could strengthen the tendinous, uh, ligamentous uh, joints of the bones where you know uh, elbows tie together, where knees tie together, and strength training with weight training is not only productive to strengthen the muscles, but it also strengthens the joints, which you need strong joints if you're going to endure a ponderous aerobic activity. Awesome, John. We're going to continue with this very, very important series, which really kind of gets down to business with John Abdo. Uh, next questions I'm going to be talking to John about is, should you be tested before you start to look at a specific uh, training system for you, strength training system for you, uh, so these are the kinds of things that we're going to talk to John Abdo about as you start to embark on your uh, road to fitness. John Abdo is a master fitness trainer. He is a coach. Uh, he is in the Fitness Hall of Fame, of course. We all know and love him for being the inventor of the ubiquitous, iconic Abdoer machine, which uh, is now in its uh, 21st year of success with the Abdoer 360. And I think that that's probably going to play a role uh, in, in your f fitness regimen for sure. John, thanks a lot. We're going to return with more with John Abdo in future podcasts, so please continue to stay with us. Thank you, John. Thank you. I appreciate it, Steve. You're listening to Be a Doer with John Abdo. Please join us again for more fitness and health tips from master trainer and coach John Abdo. <laughs>